the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, I want to ask, are you at risk for this cyber attack? Dun, dun. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, last Friday, I opened up YouTube so I can look for something. And as soon as I opened it up, I saw that there was a channel that was live and Although I won't make mention of the name of this particular channel, it is similar to that show, To Catch a Predator. And I had to stop and start watching this because this particular channel has been known to go to the city that Clint works in, and it was near time for him to get off. And I'm like, shit, they're in his city again. This looks like just San Bernardino. (laughs) (laughs) And... I had to watch it to make sure that it wasn't in your city in hopes that you would be home on time, especially on a Friday. And as I'm watching it, oh, man, this guy was a doozy, this suspect. And essentially, these guys go out. They will have these decoy accounts where they pretend that they're children and they catch these predators and then they meet up with them in person. Completely dangerous, completely entertaining, admittedly but also just very unwise to do when you are not of the law. And of course, later on, they call the cops to do, you know, to help them anyways. But as I'm watching this suspect and he's in, first of all, usually these suspects don't even know that they're not dealing with some form of law enforcement because of the way that these channels present themselves. They make these suspects seem like they've already been caught by law enforcement. That is also a big, big danger. But they're interviewing this suspect. Sorry if you can hear our dogs having a ball downstairs. (laughs) They're interviewing this suspect, and he's not of a sound mind in any way. And he starts talking about how sometimes for fun, you know, aside from him going on and trying to meet up with children for sex, he also likes to go into different chat rooms, and he will... He will be one of those people that is an actual troll that we all think don't even exist. When I think of the way that I see these trolls operate online, I think of programs like ChatGPT and and things that are just plugged into other softwares to be able to have the most ridiculous conversation. Like, can you seriously have an actual human being to have conversations in this way? And yes, you can. It turns out that they are are often pedophiles like this particular individual. And he was admitting all of his crimes to this YouTube channel. And one of the crimes that he was admitting to was when he gets pissed off and he's trolling around online, one of the things that he'll do is DDoSing people. And if you're not familiar with what DDoS is, it is a denial of service attack. So it's a a form of hacking, the coding on it from what I can tell, is relatively simple. But pretty much what he does is if he identifies somebody that he's arguing with online, he will go in, he'll grab their IP address, and then he'll make it to where either certain programs or certain search history accounts are inaccessible to that particular individual, or he'll take that IP address and he'll make it to where the entire computer is not accessible to the user, all done remotely. And 
it it blew my mind, but then it also made me think about how many legitimate sound minds I have seen carrying on argumentative conversations online with people that I am sure they don't even know. And although it's not worth it altogether, I've had people trying to come to me to vent and complain about these types of arguments. And quite honestly, I don't, I don't entertain it at all because I would never partake in a conversation in that way. I would not waste my life, my energy, my time. And now knowing something like this exists, I would also not open myself up to the vulnerability of an attack like this. And it's something that there's so many technologically savvy people out there that they have nothing better to do than to do something like that to you. Like you, you piss them off and they're going to completely corrupt everything about your network, your files, everything like that. And, and it's a, it's turning into more of a normal thing because kids nowadays, they know more about computers, about internet about chat apps or just you name it they know more about it than we do and it's just it's crazy how accessible and go on to youtube right now it'll teach you how to do it like you can learn anything which is a federal offense by the way you you can go on any any platform right now and learn how to do this stuff and just you search it on the line and <laughs> it's it's just something that it's crazy that it's even available to to do. And you made mention of the the variance in age and the distinguishment that exists with our technological knowledge, which I think is a great point because if I were to take a lot of the people who have come to me with complaints about arguments that they have partaken in online, a lot of them would have absolutely no idea that something like this was even possible. Why take the chance? A lot of people don't realize. I was thinking about this yesterday because I have a really good friend. He's an author. He's he's quite successful. And I got a friend request from what looked like him. So, of course, I'm getting ready to, you know, copy the link for the new profile and then send it to him on Messenger. And before I did that, I went to his existing real account and he had posted on there that he he is, in fact, switching over because his main account has gotten hacked so many times. He keeps getting banned so many times. That account is shadow banned. If you're not familiar, shadow banning is what the left likes to do to the right anytime that the right tries to post legitimate information and doesn't let anybody actually see it when they post it. And so there were so many people that were commenting about how many times their accounts have been hacked and things like that too. And it had me think about if it's such a valuable asset to so many people, they're not even doing something that is the equivalent of locking their front door on it. Meaning that when's the last time that you yourself have reset the password on your social accounts? When is the last time that you clicked a link from somebody because you thought that they were sending you something funny to watch? If somebody messages me me something on Messenger, unless it's something I'm expecting, I will never open up a link on Messenger. In addition to that, in almost all, I don't know, I don't know why a lot of these admins in these law enforcement Facebook groups, they have no handle on what's going on in their Facebook group. And that's not to bash them. A lot of that could be a lack of knowledge and education. But anytime that I see a post inside of one of these groups that I'm a part of, 
where it's like, oh, Justin Bieber has died or like crazy shit. Oh, isn't this the coolest video you've ever seen? The first thing that I I block, I go on Facebook about maybe 30 to 60 minutes a day for in our group only. And I check all of my notifications. And the reason I check my notifications is that I have the ability to sift through them and then to go on and manually block all of those spam accounts because I don't want to see them showing up in my feed. Yeah, it's something that and it kind of makes me think about how your dad is and and something that he's brought up recently with like TikTok where he sees it online, he clicks on the link and and then he shares that story. I mean, I wouldn't doubt he's going to get hacked on his TikTok or Facebook or whatever he has right now is more recently than not because he sees that stuff and he's the first one to click on the link. Oh, this sounds interesting. And he does that. And there's so many people that are like that. And it's not just him. I'm just using him as an example. There's so many people. You get a link from someone, you think, oh, it's it's my friend, of course. And they're going to share this link and you didn't know that they were hacked and that this hacker sending out this link to hack other people. Like it's a progression. It's not that your friend's trying to hack you. It's their account was hacked and it's keeps, it's a forward movement because the more accounts they obtain, the easier it is for them to spread out their virus. Yeah. And it's so frustrating, especially in the situation with my dad where, you know, again, we mentioned the difference in age and our conceptualization and understanding of how things like this work are dramatically different. My dad, we only taught him eight years ago after my mom died how to use a smartphone versus the flip phone that he still had. So the only experience that he has is that. And he's also the type of person, him and everybody else like him, to where there is such an increased vulnerability that he doesn't understand that the, the solar advertisement that you just saw on TikTok that you clicked on and put in all your information for, now on the back end, because I'm the one that manages his email and his bills, now I'm getting all of these like porn signups and like all this other shit because he doesn't understand that. And those are the types of things that are, they're so important to make sure to steer clear of, especially when we're talking about the Chinese communist TikTok. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.